Thanks for listening to the Vertical Student Ministries podcast. We hope you are encouraged and challenged by what you hear. Hey, welcome back to our Vertical Leadership Podcast. We are so glad that you have taken the time to join us uh, to invest in yourself as a leader. We have a very special guest with us today, all the way from California. Some call him Blake Nasty. (laughs) His real name is Blake Vandemark. Welcome, Pastor Blake. Thanks for joining us. What's up, everybody? Thanks for tuning in. And it's, it's cool to see, I mean, we've had a relationship now for, you know, a couple of years back when I was interning. Long time. Was it 10 years ago? Um, to where, you know, you were kind of a big part of my life there and just the time that you invested. So I appreciate that. Um, and now you're taking time, fast forward 10 more years, and here we are again where you're investing. Yeah. Appreciate it, man. You're hosting me now. You're leading the ship now. <laughs> there we go. Awesome. So as we said, you're in California. Where specifically yep. are you located? What position? What church do you, Great. Do you attend? And I am currently out in the greater Sacramento area and uh, working at a church known as Bayside. Um, and it's a phenomenal church, growing, loving every moment of it. Um, I'm currently the college pastor, and I'm also working with our school of ministry here known as Thrive School. Um been here now for a little over a year. I was a youth pastor just down the road at Capital Christian Center for you know a little over a decade. Yeah. Um, you can combine that decade with like interning and volunteering a little bit, but for the most part, I was at Capital Christian Center for a really long time. Worked alongside your brother Cole. That's yeah. where I met you. Yeah, right. uh, I was a youth pastor in Colorado for a little while, and yeah, man, to, just every day loving the new adventure that God has me on. I got a. Uh, an amazing wife I've been married to for 12 years, got two amazing boys, and and life's good. Life is great right now. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, and you talked a little bit about Capitol and, and Colorado. So how long have you been in ministry kind of combined collectively? Uh, a grand total of 15, uh, 15, 15 awesome. years, yeah. And it's every day, I, I, you know, I, I actually enjoy the ride more now than I did when I first yeah. first got saved. So I'm I'm loving every moment of it. That's cool. And you're originally from Ohio, right? The OH, baby. How you living over there, Michigan? How you living? It's a little dangerous. I don't know how our listeners are going to take that, but... Don't worry. We'll see you in a few weeks, and we'll we'll know how everything goes. We'll see. That's awesome. Uh, Cool. So the leadership topic that we're going to talk about today is really kind of centered around this idea, this concept that it's not about you. That's right. Um, and I know you're pretty passionate about this idea. You've actually even started a clothing brand um, mm-hmm. titled It's Not About You. Um, is there any way that we can check that clothing brand out? Is there an Instagram or anything like that that we can go yep. to? Yep. You, you hit the nail on the head. I have an Instagram page right now. We're really in our infancy stage. Um, so you can follow us on Instagram. It's actually the, the name of the brand is Church, C-H-R-C-H. There's no letter U in it because it's not about you. So nice. that's my little shameless plug right there for the brand. <laughs> Go follow us on Instagram. We actually got a new little bit of collection coming out uh, here in a few weeks, so you guys can check that out. Cool, and I love your guys' clothing, too, that comes out. It's not your typical youth group painted yeah. t-shirt that you literally <laughs> use. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, the, the, the big goal behind it is that a lot of times when it comes to fashion, especially in our culture, if you're a fashionable person, you're probably, you know, you're, you're vain or you're arrogant or you're self-centered or there's a, there's a stigma that comes with it because especially in our culture, you know, you're kind of judged by your cover. And so I wanted to try to erase that stigma that you can be fashionable and, and not be selfish, that you can actually be selfless. And so 
there's a portion of every purchase goes towards a nonprofit organization, whether oh, it's to stop cool. sex trafficking or a foster care system, or it's, you know, building uh, water wells in Nicaragua. There's so many different components that go into it. So really just declaring that, you know, God never intended the church to be a self-absorbed individual, but it's supposed to be a selfless entity that's always giving and sacrificial. So it's not about you is the premise. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I love it. Uh, and it really flows in to our topic today that we're going to be going over. Um, what a coincidence. Wow. What a coincidence. Just perfect. Just beautiful. <laughs> um, and I guess, you know, and I, even as you're talking, I'm thinking kind of for my own life, like, man, it does seem kind of natural for me to make it about myself. You know, it yeah. seems natural and, you know, kind of a human instinct almost is like the make it about me. You know, kid's first word is mine. You know, like right. it's just it's there, like it's in us. So, like, why is that? Why do you think it is kind of our natural response? If you're in leadership, pastor, volunteer, wherever you're at, you know, whoever you are, really, it's kind of that natural thing. Why do you think that is? I, I definitely feel like there's a lot of uh contributing factors to it. But I think one of the main, main reasons why we, we become so selfish is that maybe we're actually not as aware of ourselves as we think. Because if you were as aware of yourself as you, as you should be, then that would also point out the glaring need for a savior, a glaring need yeah. for help of, of saying that I don't want it to be about me because left to my own devices, I will sabotage myself. I will be, uh, I will be so divisive. I'll, yeah. I will try to discourage others to promote myself, which uh, I've come to realize that the reason why I become so self-centered, John, is because I'm, I'm absent-minded of God's grace and how reckless his love is for me and how much he pursues me and how much he, he has favor so for me. And it's this whole, you, you've heard the song by Hillsong, The Scandal of Grace. It's, it's, it's this scandal of what we don't deserve, and yet God just gives it so abundantly and, 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 and so overwhelmingly. So I think one of the key components of being a selfish person or a self-centered person and always wanting to get things your way is that maybe you haven't come to a full encounter of God's grace. Because when you've fully encountered God's grace, you, you understand the drastic need for it. Yeah. That you can't operate on your own. Yeah. I love that. I love it. It's so true. Like the realization of God's grace, the whole, the whole reason we need God's grace is because we couldn't do it on our own. Right. <laughs> you know, right. it, it's just crazy how we can even twist that and, and somehow make it, you know, about us when it's like, wait a minute, we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for the grace of God. This whole concept of like, Jesus didn't die because we were perfect. Jesus died because he knew we never could be. And and him compensating for all of our insufficiencies, him always being more than adequate enough to to fill the bill and to give us everything that we need. And so, especially if you're looking to be a leader, if you're looking to be of any sort of realm of leadership within the church, um, Grace has to be, we have a saying here that grace is actually the fuel to righteousness. Like if you're looking to have right standing with God and you're looking to be the right person, then you need to have a full understanding of God's yeah, grace because that's, that's what's going to fuel you to be that person. Yeah, I love that. It's not, it's not based off performance. It's nope. to be a righteous person is understanding the grace of God that you can't do Exactly. It. Yeah, exactly. Awesome. And I'm even thinking like, again, just personally, you know, and and there's times where I have to pray like, man, God, give me a passion for you. 
give me a desire mm-hmm. to spend time with you. You know, like like how sad right. is that that I have to pray for a desire to spend time with him, and yet at the same time I can still become prideful in that and somehow right. make that like about it, myself. It's just it's crazy human nature. It's awful. It, yes, it is human nature. Is uh, don't get me started. We're, we're we're here to stay focused on this. It's not <laughs> about right. you. Okay, you're right. You're right. <laughs> awesome. And, and I guess along you know that same line is how do you know if you are making it about yourself? Like, how, um, how do you know if, because you can just get so caught up in it, right? This is just routine. This is how I've always done it. This is yeah. my mentality. So what are some indicators maybe that you're making? And it's definitely, I mean, it's it's also, you know, in the message Bible says, don't become so well adjusted to your culture that you fit in without even knowing I it. I love that scripture. And, yeah. and one, of, one of the ways of knowing that we're fitting into our culture is, one, are we promoting ourselves? And two, are we comfortable? Because yeah, yeah. our culture and our society in America is like, get as much as you possibly can to live the most lavish life that you possibly could so that you can live the most comfortable life yeah. dreamed like you could possibly imagine. And so what I found to realize, one of the ways I can find out that I'm being selfish and, I'm, and, and, and I need to break the cycle of being selfish is how comfortable am I? Am I comfortable with just going through the routine that I've established? Am I comfortable with going through faith as status quo? Like, you know, getting uncomfortable means putting yourself in a, in a risky position of really putting yourself out there and trying to love on the least of these and, yeah. and reaching out to the people that maybe you don't deem that deserve um, your love or don't deserve your attention. So I think getting un- put yourself in, in, a, in a state of being uncomfortable which is a great way of decreasing selfishness and increasing selflessness and putting other people first and getting uncomfortable. Yeah. And I, so that, that's, I think, one of the most easiest ways of seeing how you can be yeah, selfish no, or not. That's a great indicator. And, and I guess, um, you know, with those, those indicators, so now how do we take that and apply that practically? You know, like what, what does that look like every single day? In, yeah our walk with Jesus in our life, you know, church life, not church life, wherever you're at, you know, whatever realm you're in that God has placed you in, what does that look like practically to make sure that we don't allow that human nature to kind of come back up and, and that we're staying selfless? Well, let's just, let's just start at one of the most comfortable things that we can do as a human being, which is sleep. We love sleeping, right? We yep. love getting our rest. We, it looks like, John, you've gotten a lot of beauty sleep. You're a very, very, very <laughs> handsome individual. So, uh, one of the ways to kind of disrupt that cycle is, hey, man, just set your alarm for 30 minutes early. Just, yeah. just set it for 30 minutes early. And I, I don't know about you, John, but I think God deserves maybe a little bit, maybe 30 minutes yeah, in the maybe. morning, maybe yeah. some some devoted, actually concentrated time. And within that concentrated time, deliberately saying and articulating and saying, God, help me to love the way that you do. Help me to love the way that Jesus did in Mark 10, 45, that he did not come to serve, but to be a servant to all. Yeah. And actually putting that as part of your prayer and part of your phrasing in the morning, which actually sets you up in a trajectory for your day of actually right. going in the course of selflessness. Totally. Um, I think even there's times where we could even pray and it becomes very selfish prayers and self-centered yeah. prayers where, God, can you bless this and help me get that job and don't get me wrong. There are definitely times where we need God's divine intervention, but I think we need to get out of the 
asking for God to, to make us comfortable and asking for God to make us uncomfortable. Yeah. Because I think it's in that area where we're going to have the most influence and impact. Yeah, that's so good and so practical too because you think about your typical day when you wake up, the first thing you do is go look in the mirror, right? Like <laughs> that's, that's you instantly you're making it about yourself. You're setting your day yeah. up to be focused on you. Um, you know, I know I do it. it first thing I do, okay, let's go in the mirror, make sure we're clean. You know, I ain't got no face crusties and, you know, we're we're good to go for the day. Um, So I love how practical that is of just taking that first half hour or whatever it is. It's so good. So just instead of grooming yourself to be self-absorbed, groom yourself to be selfless. Yeah, that's good. It's pretty much the way I would say it. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, and as we're, you know, f- this podcast is talking about how you don't make it about you, but I would encourage you, you know, as you're listening, begin to ask, how does this apply to me? <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. um, yeah. you know how, how can I grow in this? How can I build with this? What does this look like for me personally? And begin to ask yourself those questions of just kind of self-evaluating yourself, you know, in a sense, mm-hmm. for a moment, be selfish to think about how you can grow and become selfless. Um, you know, as, as you're listening to this, anything else, uh, Blake, on that topic for for leaders, for anyone that it's it's not about you. I think for for leaders, it's this whole concept. If you're if you're too big to serve, then you're too small to lead. Yeah, I love that. Um, we as leadership, it, it, I'm not trying to beautify it and trying to exaggerate what it's like, but sometimes we get this delusion of grandeur of being a leader, being a pastor and it, we need a platform and we need a pulpit and a pedestal. We need these three when actually it's like, no, we need to reach hurting people. And, and so I think just to charge and commission leaders and charging anyone of the faith is asking yourself, what degree of risk are you living in today and this week? What is someone or who is somebody that you need to reach and connect with and to show the love of God to the same way that he's loved on you. And look at this week as an opportunity to to live out the Great Commission, to go into all the world, make disciples, reach people. And, and you don't have to hit them with a Bible. Maybe right. you just are compassionate and you're kind. You buy them a meal and you don't ask for any recognition. Right. Just do something to, to show compassion in this world this week. And th- th- yeah, that's, that's, that's all I would ask. That's all I yeah, would say. No, that's good too. And you, you kind of hit it right there um, at the end of do it without looking for recognition. Mm. You know, that that's when it's, it becomes truly selflessness to where, you know, I'm going to, not only am I going to pay for a meal, but I'm not going to post it on Instagram. I don't care if anybody else notices or I don't care if my boss sees or, or whatever it is. None of that matters because I'm doing it out of pure right. selflessness and not selfishness. So good. So good, but so hard to do. So hard to do. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's right. Cool. Well, thanks again, uh, Pastor Blake, just for your time and, and taking the time to invest into leaders and important. Thank into you. We appreciate it. Awesome. Well, thank you guys for listening. Again, we, we appreciate you taking the time. Uh, to invest into yourself as a leader, as an individual. We truly believe that if the leaders are empowered, the entire organization will grow, regardless of where you're at. If you're in ministry, if you're in uh, the workplace, whatever that looks like for you, uh, taking time to invest is always, it's time well spent. So we appreciate it uh, for our listeners today. Uh, Tune in for the next one. We love you guys and we will see you later.
Thanks again for taking time to grow as leaders. We are looking forward as we continue to build our culture in student ministries.